0: Hi there, welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. And it's a long one today. What we're gonna do is 45 minutes, but we're gonna break this into five minute chunks. And how we're gonna row is 18 strokes a minute, then 20 strokes a minute, then 22 strokes a minute. Then we're just gonna alternate every five minutes and just keep on doing that over and over. So you'll basically do three at each stroke rate pace wise well, let's work at this from a 2k-based training point of view. So if you have a 2k time, so you're able to row a 2km distance in 8 minutes, say, then your average 500 meters for that 2k is 2 minutes, because... 2000 meters divided by 4, 8 minutes divided by 4, and that gives you your 2 minutes. So your training pace, if I was to say that your 18 strokes a minute will be at 2k plus 20, then you'll take your average 2k training time in this instance 2 minutes and you'll add 18 seconds to it. That's just a quick brief recap. So what we're going to do then is the 18 strokes a minute will be at 2k plus 20 to 22, the 20 strokes a minute will be at 2k plus 18 to 20 and the 22 strokes a minute will be at around right about 2k plus 16 to 18 but don't worry too much about pace here what's important is that you manage to do the whole 45 minutes and that you have some kind of a pace increase as you go up through each of those stroke rates okay so the important thing today is just that you complete the whole row so don't worry too much about pace right so let's get into a four minute warm up first. Now you don't particularly need to warm up for this one because you will be starting off at round about the rate, that we'll be, uh, the rate and pace that we'll be doing this warm up at. But what's important about doing this warm up is it gives you the chance to do the split drills where we're doing arms only and single legs and like legs only, so this is why it's important, okay? Big long intro today, but I wanted to make sure and just kind of reset the whole thing in case you haven't seen one of my videos before. So let's get everything set up for our warm up. So start off by setting your drag factor please now I have a little dot on my machine that sets all the different drag factors which is why I'm able to just to move my lever however you want to go to menu and then display drag factor take a couple of rows adjust the lever until you get to the drag factor that you want it at if you don't know the number you're aiming for, then please check out the video I have on the YouTube channel or do a little bit of reading. Most cases, you're looking really between 115, 130, uh, is especially for a row like today. But like I say, watch the video, read into it, and make sure and find out what works out best for you. Next up, go to the monitor and set it at eye height so you don't have to look up and you don't have to look down. And In fact, in my case, I'm going to put a little Lego figure, a little Heisenberg here, uh, and I'm going to... Hang on. Strap him to the back of the machine so that his wee head pokes up. Hello, Heisenberg. And that gives me something to focus on as I'm rowing. I literally lock eyes with my Lego character as I'm rowing and it kind of keeps my posture up. And that's what today's row is going to be about, technique and posture and things. So once we've got our monitor sorted, let's look at our foot straps. You want to set them at a height that if you're in shoes, they cover the bottom lace on your shoe. Or if you're in socks like me, they just basically allow you to bend forward comfortably at the front of the stroke. Okay. So, for me, I'm a size 10. So, in socks, I'm four holes showing. If I'm in shoes, I'm three holes showing just because of the extra size of the shoe. All right, so four minute warm up. We're gonna start off at 18 strokes a minute and at a nice gentle pace, okay? In three, two, one, go. Now, by gentle pace, I do just mean just get moving. Just make sure that you're connecting with your legs and your arms but you're not worrying too much about actually how how fast you're going especially for this first minute all I want you to do is get your muscles working and your heart rate up a little bit obviously I don't want your technique to be like a dying salmon but we're not worrying too much about making sure that all our body angles are correct and we're putting in full force we're just getting the body moving the next minute will be when we start to think about body angles and things so here we go, so last of these strokes so now let's just think about the posture of our back so you want to make sure you have a powerful posture leaning in to 1 o'clock at the front of the machine and then at the back going to go back to about 11 o'clock making sure you've got a good posture the whole way through try not to slump your back at either end of the stroke when you're at the front try and be up on your sit bones rather than with your hips tucked under. But I'll go through all of this in more detail in today's row, don't worry. Okay, three more strokes and then we'll take a foot out of the straps. So take one foot out, put it on the ground, continue rowing. Find somewhere nice and comfortable. to put that foot on the ground so you're able to still row with a proper stroke with the one that is in and make sure and still give a good solid push from the leg that's still in one more stroke let's swap feet continue now it's easy for me because I'm in socks Really easy to slip my feet in and out of the straps. Make sure and get don't overcompress at the front. Just roll normally. Last stroke. I put both feet in, legs straight, and just roll with your back and arms. Just so swing over your hips, pull in your arms you need to have a slight bend in your knees just so you're not locking them out then by all means do but nice posture rocking over your hips pulling in with your arms nothing from the legs okay one more here now slide to the front, straight arms and just drive out with the legs keep your arms nice and straight slide to the front and get the timing right to hit the catch on that connection point as you drive with the legs to be when you connect with the catch one more stroke here there we go so that's our warm up technique stuff done next up we'll go into our 45 minute row but keep on moving up and down the rail have a quick drink I'll quickly just go over those pace guides one more time. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you want to see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Rowalong on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. Okay then, so today's row is a 45 minute row, broken into 5 minute chunks. So you're going to do 18 strokes a minute, then 20 strokes a minute, then 22 strokes a minute, then 18, 20 and 22, and 18, 20, 22 again. Pace-wise, well, for the 18 strokes a minute, you'll do round about 2K plus 20 to 22. For the 20 strokes a minute, round about 2K plus 18 to 20. And for the 22 strokes a minute, round about 2K plus 16 to 18. But don't worry too much about pace. If you think you have to start off a little bit slower in order to get through a 45-minute row, that's absolutely fine. If you need to do those 18 strokes a minute at 2K plus 25, say, then that's fine. Just make sure and go a little bit faster as you go to the 20 strokes a minute and a little bit faster still, for the 22 and then you back off right to the 18 again and work up now we're not going to do any kind of heart rate based training here today but it will be interesting to see how the heart rate elevates through the workout all right so we'll about as i well get into it i'm going to talk a lot about technique today as we hit each of these five minute markers i'll do a brief recap just so you can kind of concentrate and reset yourself and it'll be interesting to see how you react as the stroke rate increases even these just two clicks every five minutes all right, you ready for this? Let's go then. So, in three, two, one, go. There we go. Right. So, eighteen strokes a minute to start. Around about two k plus twenty to twenty-two. If you're doing it on a strict two k training pace. Now, I just want to. I'm going to go for a comfortable one. So right now, 2k plus 22 is what I'm sitting at, mostly because I've had a week away from rowing due to work. So I'm going to use today's session to ease myself back in from a body point of view so I don't shock myself. By going too fast and then either getting injured or completely depleting my energy stocks. Because my plan is to keep doing these every day for the next couple of weeks and then adding five minutes to the duration every day. So eventually, we'll be up at the 90 minute mark for these rows who knows what I'll be talking to you about by then I'll completely scrape the barrel from my chat right so let's just take this 20 seconds to make sure we're in the groove and then we can start analysing technique a little bit I'll try not to talk to you for a whole 45 minutes about technique don't worry so let's go back to the back and posture because this is what I want to keep bringing up so as you address the machine at the front here I want you to be leaning forwards To a one o'clock position, but importantly, I want you up on your sit bones. Okay, so not with your hips rolled under you, but with your hips tilting forwards, so that you're primed, powerful, and ready, rather than slumped. Okay, so. leaning forwards on your sit bones should really take care of all the forms of your posture you should then be up and powerful and ready to take the stroke but if you need to just think about something to keep you kind of primed then I do like to bring in my wee carrot at this stage I just say imagine you had a carrot stuck up your backside and you're trying to make sure it doesn't snap as you're rowing that's the posture and braced core that you need at the front of the machine it's important at the back as well but I'm not talking about that yet so a forward lean on your sit bones a nice powerful posture you're not bolt upright you're not a big slab of wood you're just powerful and then as you transition into your back lean to 11 o'clock try to keep that carrot safe don't round your back don't collapse on yourself stay powerful and all you're doing is swinging over your hips as you go from that 1 o'clock at the front to the 11 o'clock at the back alright, 2 more strokes 1 more stroke here now we're up to 20 strokes a minute calm so one stroke every 3 seconds now and make sure to think about that primed posture at the front ready to take the power as you lay it in so that's me at 2k plus 19, 2k plus 20. So I'm two seconds faster than I was at the 18 strokes a minute. That's really all I'm looking for from you. And it shouldn't really be that you're having to feel as though you're actively increasing the power you're putting into the machine. just by increasing your stroke rate to 20 strokes a minute that pace has just come naturally into the machine of course you do need a tiny bit of an extra push from the legs to increase your stroke rate but not a huge amount if you're only looking to increase by 2 seconds per 500 metres so keep that thought of your powerful posture as you get to the front of the machine but there's more to it at the front it's not just about Your back angle. How far you do the seat slide is really important too. You can over slide, it's like an over compressing. You can also under slide where you're not sliding enough. So, ideally, you want to slide far enough that your shins get to a vertical position so they point vertically up here so you don't want to go past and you don't want to go too shallow either you don't want to stop short you want to hit that vertical position because that gets you kind of coiled up like a spring, ready to unleash into the stroke. Especially when you have that forward lean into the one o'clock position. So if you're primed with a good posture, got that forward lean and your seat slide gets your shins to a one o'clock position then you're perfectly wound up ready for your body to launch into that stroke but this is where the sit bones thing comes in what can happen is that if your hips are tucked under rather than being up and forwards on your sit bones then as you try and slide forwards to get your shins vertical you end up whacking the seat off your heels so if you find you're smacking the seat off your heels chances are You're not up on your sit bones, but your hips are kind of tucked under you. So that's a good indicator if you're not entirely sure what I'm on about. If the seat's smacking off the front, there's a good chance you've got bad posture. Okay, one more stroke here. now we're up to 22's now let's just have a quick think how's your posture at the front just a little bit faster again you might actually feel that this does feel like a slightly higher stroke rate now you'll feel it's something that you have to Keep going, there's no real feeling of a relaxed pause, well, not a pause, because that makes it sound like you're stopping. So remember, there's never a stage in the rowing stroke where you stop. There's a tiny transition at the front of the machine as you go from recovery to drive but that should be tiny but what there definitely isn't is a pause at the back of the stroke you don't and then race forwards stroke and race forwards it's not how you efficiently row. you want to keep it fluid you want ideally your recovery to take longer than your actual drive so if you pause and hold the handle at you at the back of the stroke you're robbing yourself of a fluid recovery which then means you have to race down the rail to get to the front of the next stroke using up way too much energy because your recovery is effectively recycled energy I mean it's not but stick with me here the important part is that as you finish with a handle into your chest you get it out as smoothly rhythmically as you can so it goes in out same pace you pull it in take it back out Okay. so you're not racing it out you're not shooting it because again you're wasting energy doing that just get it out in rhythm straight arms over your knees and what that does if you have good posture at the back of the stroke is it engages that forward rock over the hips without you having to actually think about moving just getting your arms out just starts your body's forward momentum and then because the concept too is very slightly raked downhill once you're Hands are past your knees and your body's in that forward lean position all you have to do is bend your knees to go sliding to the front of the machine so you're not really using any focused energy you're not jerking through any stage of the stroke in order to start your recovery down the rail and that is super important because it is a recovery it's not meant to be a part of the stroke where you're expending any energy alright two more strokes to go one more now we're back down to 18s again there we go so think about that posture how does it feel when you get to the front of the machine ready to take the stroke are you primed good posture up in your sit bones leaning into a one o'clock position I hope so have a wee think about it try and feel the sensation if you really feel that swing forwards when you're starting your recovery and then you hold your forward lean as you slide down the rail you should be in that perfect position at the front of the stroke ready to drive out for the next stroke now what's important is that you don't over lean now I have a really bad habit of that where I'll kind of hyperextend my shoulders, I'll roll them them forwards in the search for more length but actually I miss out on the connection timing at the front of the machine so whereas I think I'm getting more length when I roll those shoulders, shoulders in I'm actually robbing myself of pace so the idea is that you get your hands away, body rock and then don't change anything about your position as you come to the front so no roll in no extra back lean just there to drive and I can see on the monitor the difference between the example of rolling my shoulders trying to get more length and then trying to hold this position and not over leaning I'm going like 3 seconds faster so I was kind of 209 when I was demonstrating the wrong way when I concentrate to not over lean I'm down at 206-205 and I'm not really putting in any more of a push from my legs it's just the connection with the flywheel is much stronger I hit it bang on rather than my butt's scooting away from me and this is the big thing that I keep on trying to work on and that keeps on running away from me in many ways having some time away from the machine gives me a chance to try and let some of the bad habits drip away and I can start again concentrating on this position and timing but got to be said a week away is definitely not being good from a muscle strength point of view or well my cardio's not bad more muscles the important thing is if you have to take any time off don't think all your gains have gone forever it'll only take me a week to get back to where I was with rows like this Okay, two more strokes now let's go back up to 20 now Ah, just felt my shoulders roll in. So check your posture. Are you on your sit bones at the front? Nice forward, lean. shins at vertical. Are you holding that strong posture as you finish the stroke? you're not collapsing your back and are you making sure to rock back over your hips nice and quickly so you're in the right position instantly for when you roll up to the front of the stroke now what I haven't mentioned is that transition from your forward lean to the backward lean ideally you start your drive in that forward lean and you hold it for about half of the leg drive so drive with your legs in the forward lean and then halfway through that's when you swing over your hips into that 11 o'clock position that forward lean lets the power go up from your legs through your back into your arms and into the handle what you'll often see is people coming into the front of the machine in that nice forward lean but as they start the stroke they lean right back before they even connect to the feet so they're basically in that 11 o'clock position as they drive you don't want that. Funny because you're completely robbing power that the swing from one o'clock to eleven o'clock of your back, that's a lot of mass that goes into the stroke. So if you've already taken care of the backswing before even connecting with the flywheel then you're losing about 30% of the available power that you can put into the stroke bearing in mind like 60% comes from your legs then about 30% from your back and then that last 10% is the finish of the handle into your chest now that's the only point where pulling the handle is actually what you're doing so from the front of the stroke all you're doing is hanging on to the handle you're not pulling nice straight arms as you drive with the legs and you keep them straight right until the legs are almost finished and then your back and arms pretty much finish in together but you don't bend those elbows until the back of the stroke Don't get to the front and instantly grab. It's not what it's about. You're not meant to be pulling for the whole stroke. Hang on at the front and then pull at the back. Okay. Right, three more strokes. Last one. Now we're back up to 22. Here we go. want to see a tiny speed increase from you doesn't matter if it's only one second I still want it to be some kind of a increase in pace as your stroke rate goes up especially when we're on these lower rates you should easily see it happening in front of you once you get up to the high 30s it's not quite as obvious but down at 18 20, 22, 24 in fact pretty much all the way up to 30 You should see pretty much 2 seconds for every 2 strokes per minute. Maybe by the time you get to 28 and 30 you start to see a higher pace increase. But effectively what you're doing is putting in the same amount of power on each of your strokes at low rates and it's just because you're doing more strokes a minute that's why you're going faster so make sure you're putting in that power properly by continuing to analyse your posture lean into 1 o'clock up in your sit bones shins at vertical make sure and just be comfortable at the front don't over lean like I have a habit of doing and then make sure those arms are nice and straight as you start the stroke so you want your arms to be straight you when your shoulders relaxed your arms as a whole nice and relaxed and just hanging onto the handle with your fingers hooked over the handle not you're not trying to choke the life out of it you are just hooking onto it so that as you drive with the legs you're basically just hanging onto the handle now you'll see again some rowers with the thumbs up and over the handle I don't like that I feel it takes the chain of power away and what ends up happening is it sends the power down through your forearms and not just down through your kind of posterior chain of tendons and things, whereas thumbs, like underneath the handle, maybe lightly touching your index fingers, but not grip tight. For me, I find that's how the power flows from my legs, through my body, and into the handle. All right, 15 seconds to go on this last, or this last part of the middle part. (laughs) Two more strokes, one more, and then back down to 18 so this is our last set of three so we've already done half an hour if you're not used to rowing longer pieces then this is one of the first times you've done more than half an hour in the rowing machine well done the good thing is that by reducing the stroke rate and the required pace they will give you time to recover as we build up through this last 15 minutes so we're just going to do the same again 18, 20, 22 all the time thinking a little bit about what our technique is like. Constantly analysing but not criticizing. So never be negative. So I have a mirror in front of me and I can see when my shoulders roll in at the front. And it happens more often than not. I have the choice of either seeing it and then just using that as a cue to fix it on the next stroke or I could see it happen again get really negative and think oh, I'm never going to get this but I know I will in time just like fitness and strength it's just going to take practice and time and focus which is why having the mirror is quite handy especially when I'm talking to you because I've got one one eye on the mirror and one eye on well I'd say one eye on you but I can't see you but you know what I mean so I'm not really putting in 100% focus into my stroke and if I didn't have the mirror in front of me I don't think I'd be putting any focus into my stroke I'd just be going up and down hoping I was okay so we've covered most parts of the stroke but what we haven't discussed is the actual leg drive and I said that legs are responsible for 60% of the power and that's true if you make sure to push with your legs okay it really is a push going to Make it feel as though you're pushing the machine away from you. Trying to push it into next door. It's not a limp tickle. It's not like your legs are hardly used and then it's all from the arms. It's the other way round. It's all about the legs. And then your arms finish. If you listen to my flywheel as... I drive here you'll hear that at the leg drive it goes boom there's a real acceleration through the legs but then I try to maintain with the back and the arms but that sound really is proof of what your stroke should be like all legs so get to the front plant those heels into the footplate and push the machine away with your legs 2 strokes to go 1 more and then we're up to 20 Here we go 20 strokes a minute now as you do that leg push if you've got your posture set up right and you hold that forward lean as you push into the machine with your nice straight arms up in your sit bones all of the power from your legs just surges up through your body without any part of you having to fight against it which then means the backswing and the arm pull are completely fresh you're not used any power from your back or your arms until about halfway through the stroke and after all part of what we're doing is about trying to put in power to the machine either because we want to go faster or because we want to go or want to be stronger or we want to be fitter and the truth is the way I'm describing the stroke is a very efficient way to row and the more efficient you can be especially with your muscles the longer you can row for the longer you can row for the more of a cardio workout you'll get if you have a poor technique so that your muscles completely tap out after like 5 minutes but your cardio system is still not really that touched you're kind of not getting everything that you want from the session if you're trying to get fitter it's fair enough if you're doing a 2k race you strap in you give it everything for 8 minutes then at the end you're spent but usually you're spent both for your muscles and cardio it's not one instead of the other whereas on a roll like this you have an efficient technique your muscles should never be an issue in fact for the low rate training we're doing today you're kind of giving a medium hit to both your muscles and your cardio so there's still one more level up which is a hard row and then another one which is absolute max and I label the three of these as bottom mid and top tier so what we're doing today is a bottom tier row that will work your muscles you'll know you've done a workout and it will take its toll on your cardio but at no point should you feel absolutely destroyed and like you can't go on if you are then either something's amiss with your technique or You're just going too fast. Remember what I said at the beginning you need to pick a pace that you know you can complete this row at. All right, three more strokes, and then we're up to 22. One more. Here we go, our last 22s. now what I'd say obviously a bit late to say this but if you come back and do this one again and at this stage you're floundering a bit then next time start a little bit slower but then as you reset to the 18s if you have to go a little bit slower than you did on the first 18 and do so. And the same with the third one. No one's a hero on these long bottom tier rows. It's all about just building fitness, working on your technique, and getting time to focus on the row machine. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is your feet at the finish of the stroke. And this has a great bearing on your posture. Ideally, your leg drive is finished before your arms come in. And so what that means with a powerful braced posture remember is that all the power has gone into the machine and you don't need to flick your feet up against the foot straps to stop yourself two bad things about that there's a few but number one you're wasting potential power that could have gone into the machine number two you can injure yourself you can harm your knees your shins, your quads and your hip flexors by yanking on the foot straps to stop yourself but also what tends to happen is that as you Yank on the footstep foot straps it creates that hip tuck that I've been so careful to warn you against, so if you yank, your hips automatically roll under and your knees come up too early, so that means your perfect posture is being destroyed and it also means we go back to this idea of you shouldn't really need to use any muscles for the recovery and so if you're pulling yourself forwards with your feet because your knees pop up you then have to lift your handle over and you have to kind of sit up and get your forward lean ready again so, don't and if you're sitting there thinking but hang on, how do I stop if I don't yank myself like I say, finish the leg drive before your back and handle if you don't believe me, let's do this last minute with my feet out of the straps there you go Have I fallen off the back? No. That's because I'm getting the leg drive over and done with before my back and arms. So that all the momentum has gone into the machine and I don't need to fight against it. And then the handle away and the body rock and then bending my knees takes care of coming to the front. No muscles used there for my legs anyway. Okay. We got five strokes. Yeah. Three. Two. Last one. One. Well done. So actually just been a solid 45 minute row for you hopefully talking you through technique as we did it as we went up through the stroke rates catch you at least engaged with the row i know it's not if i was sitting in a pub next to you and that's all i said to you for 45 minutes you'd have left after <laughs> minute two but in order to keep you engaged and focused it's quite an interesting thing to go through for 45 minutes right so we get into a quick two minute cool down in three, two, one, go. now just think about hitting round about 18 strokes a minute and just enough leg and arm power to connect with the flywheel. So just at this stage, all you want to do is let your body ease down, just slide into neutral. You also want to mentally uh, disengage, or what the perhaps will say, decouple. You want to decouple from today's session. Just going kind to of shake it all off. Have a moment to think about how it went. Focus on your body a little bit. Think: Is anything sore? Do I need to stretch anything off afterwards? Worse, is there a injury that you need to protect by not doing another session or anything tomorrow or whatever just take this time to just ease yourself down because by the time you add this cool down onto the 4 minute warm up in the 45 minute row that's 50 minutes worth of rowing, or 51 so a good session next one should be 50 minutes so get ready for that one whenever you want to do it you don't have to do it in any particular order just pick whatever you wish I'll be here and I've got about 100 videos up as to, to date of recording this one so you can pick whatever one you want a fast one, a slow one a plan one non-plan an old one, a new one a beardy one Non beardy one, anyway. So, there we go. That's today's session done. I hope you enjoyed it. Do make sure and click like, subscribe, click the bell, leave a comment, say hello, join the Facebook roll along group. Just keep in touch. I mean, listen, I'm here on my own. My only, my only contact with you folks is when you actually say hi. And I do tend to I have little pockets where I don't reply to people because I'm too busy with work, but then you get a flood. Of replies from you all at once it's like lots of replies which i think is going to happen today so anyway so yeah so i hope you enjoyed being part of this leave comments if you've got any ideas then um please let me know um and i hope you like today's t-shirt this is the don't snap the carrot t-shirt available to buy through the row along shop but nobody buys them so don't worry about it there's, no, there's absolutely no pressure, I'm not here to sell you a t-shirt or a hoodie or a plan or anything I'm just here to help motivate you through a rowing session while I motivate myself through a rowing session, we're all in this together no, we don't have to suddenly make our fortune from everything so, anyway, right, I'm ranting so I'm going to go, you have yourself a great day hope you enjoyed the row, I'll see you in the next one be well, bye bye for more info and to check out the YouTube videos go to rowalong.com